1: It Jack, you got something up oh Burgundy me. and gold today.
2: Do you have don't you have a premiere or something coming up? A premiere? <laughs> what are no, you talking about? Somebody. Mike, didn't we hit some somebody said Jack was either announcing Kennedy Center, it was something big uh, that was coming. Nothing so. like that. Okay. No, nah, right. just just a couple basketball
1: games. Okay. Over the next week. Right. I got uh, Sunbelt Hoops tomorrow and Saturday. Where? Down in Norfolk, Old Dominion tomorrow, Chartway Arena, Arkansas State. The Red Wolves, by the way. For all you Red Wolves, Team Red Wolves fans, mm. I'll ask their athletic director if they would have let the the commanders be the Red Wolves, see what they say. Yeah, uh, be good. I know a lot of people are worried about that still, Fred Smoot. Anyway, it's still
2: a topic. It's still, no, no, I hear it more oh, than once.
1: Fred is still very yeah. excited about that. By the way, Fred tried to pass me off an expired – or not expired, but a uh, – an empty gift card for Christmas. He's been telling me that he's done this forever, right? He, he brags about yeah, I know, it, I know it, how he's burned, Sean Springs, and ex teammates. And then he had the nerve to have it waiting for me when I got to the post game on, uh, on, on Saturday, yeah, he
2: did the Logan too. And he's
1: so proud of himself. And he's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta like, dude, I'm not going to use it. I know what you've done here. Please stop.
2: And he announces it. And yes. he does get the credit. I said he gave you something, right? And so he it's continues worthless. to joke around about it. Yeah. But yeah, and he did it with Logan on Command Center. Yes, yes. yes. And it was—he uh, would have had to Bruin because we're trusting. Yeah, people.
1: Bruin's a nice guy. He would have believed. Ni- all of us. I are. know that yeah, Fred is exactly. completely Fred, untrustworthy. I mean, it's just
2: the funniest thing. <laughs> I mean, in the world, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh man. I no. saw this
1: stat earlier that you're not going to believe. And now, of course, I can't find it now that I f- can't find Just it. Just ask Kevin. Take so everybody Kevin. Oh. the 49ers have played this year's lost the next week. Have you seen this, Mike? Every team the 49ers has played this year loses the following weeks. You know uh, why? Because they kick your ass. Because the, they beat you up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They are. That's terrifying. To, to believe that hopefully uh <laughs> and again hey look if you're not excited about the quarterback situation here i guess maybe that's what you root for because then the season's uh over and then next week you'll get the sam howell uh experience
2: as tempting as it is to cry wolf mm-hmm. over injuries I, I i look at and i'm not being funny i'm being okay. actually serious Okay. the dallas cowboys had the best center in football yeah he had a disease he's gone I mean, they had they lost two people all pro. They almost had four or five people who were all all pro. And they lost three of them. So everybody takes the bit of the hit. You just got to play beyond it. Coach people up. Scheme. If you can't coach them up, you got to scheme it up. And right now we're kind of caught. We're not far off, but we're a little off.
1: So the stat is this. If you've played the week immediately following the game against the 49ers, you're 0-13. So that doesn't yeah. count teams that went into a bye week. Right. You know, got fresh. But as right. he follow the following. And the Commanders obviously doing that eight games later, eight right. days later. So there you go. All right, let's get to Ron Rivera earlier uh, on the podium uh, talking about why the move back to Carson Wentz at QB1 was a big topic of conversation, among other things.
3: And seeing the way he played, um, how he handled things, I, I think um, where we are right now, I'm looking for a little bit of a spark, a little something different. And uh, I think now's a good opportunity for it. What do you feel like he can add that maybe, in terms of spark, that maybe he wasn't able to in those first six starts? Well, I think the biggest thing is he's, he's more comfortable with what we're doing. That, that was evident in, in the game. Uh, in spite of the fact that, you know, they knew we were going to throw it, they, they kept coming, and I thought he handled those situations very, very well. You know, he got the ball out a couple times hot, um, got it up to where they needed to be thrown. Um, he threw some really nice balls. Uh, his decision-making was very quick. So, I, I, again, I just think that now he's had a little bit more of an opportunity to, to, to see the rest of the offense, feel the rest of the offense. And um, I think that's, that's, a, that's a big part of it. The other part, I think, is, you know, he got a little bit of a reset. You know, he, he missed several games. He had an opportunity to, to heal up, to, to you know, to, to look and feel better. And I, I think that's exactly where he is right now.
4: Um, Ron, as you're going through the thought process did you, how much did you think back to when you made the trade for Carson in the first place, the reasons why you decided we needed to go get a quarterback like him?
3: I, I, I thought about those things. I thought about his ability to make certain throws as well. I, th- I think that's a big part of you know, why he's here, obviously, is because we believe he can throw, he can throw the ball um, you know, and, and downfield and, and make those long, deep throws on, on the outs and on the seven routes. Those things are, are a big part of what we, what we do as an offense.
4: And is Taylor going to be the number two? Because it looked like what we saw, he was getting deeper QB reps as opposed to the standard backup reps.
3: Well, he's beat up a little bit today, uh, a little sore. So we didn't have him throwing the ball, really. That was probably the biggest thing you guys didn't see. He didn't really throw the ball much.
5: What are you looking in terms of improvements from the defense? And obviously having Cam Crow back, if he's back, would help. But what are you looking for in terms of improvements well, from Well, the biggest
3: week? thing and the only real thing that, that got us a couple times was we, we gave up a couple of big explosives that hurt us. And, you know, we had we had contained most of those for a while. And so that's something that, you know, we can't allow to happen. Um, you know, I, th- I thought, again, for the most part, there were some good things, a lot of good things that we did defensively, but probably the biggest thing that stood out was the fact that we, we allowed a few explosives that, 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 that were, play, were, were touchdowns, and, and we hadn't done that in a while.
1: Making the move, aside from the obvious importance of this game, the, the broader postseason implications, how much does that factor in, knowing you've got to get both of these to –
6: keep playing
3: yeah I mean we want to win both these obviously to, to get into the into the playoffs and, and that's a part of it um, and I think that's also part of the reason you know behind it I mean we you know the last three games were were 2 and one and so looking for a little something extra to give us a, a little something to get over the hump and and it's important especially with these last two games that we want to win
1: being able to get back at home these last couple of games any particular message to you know the importance of
3: well, I mean, the obvious is have you, you, you want fan support, obviously, and, and you want an atmosphere that's conducive. And uh, hopefully we can get that.
7: Carson had an opportunity last year with Indianapolis. They needed one win over the final two games. It didn't happen. What do you think that would mean for him to have the opportunity again to kind of maybe correct what happened in the past? Or Well, you
3: know? I, I think, you know, that would be great for him, first of all, but two different sets of circumstances, two different teams. Um but for him, obviously, it would be great. It would be great for us as, as an organization to, to, to do what we need to do to get ourselves in the playoffs.
7: And then going back to Heineke real quick, if he's healthy, will he be the back, he'll be the backup? Yes. Or, okay, okay. And then uh, um, Antonio Gibson sprained. he's left a knee-slash-ankle. Where's the sprain at? Uh,
3: knee-slash-ankle. <laughs> okay.
7: Right.
3: No, I mean, uh, it, it uh, is. Okay. I mean, he's dealing with both of them. So, you know, it's just, you know, it happened in the game, and that's why we – that's why we took him out of the game and, and put Dax back there to return the ball. That's why, um, you know, Jonathan Williams finished up the game for us. You know, both, the, both those backs were, 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 were pretty sore coming into the game for the most part. And, and uh, once we got to the end of the game, you know, we, we felt just got to be smart with these young guys. And so we took them out and put Jonathan in, and Jonathan did the job that we thought he would
5: when we last saw Carson with Terry, it looked like their chemistry was still a work in progress, and the Terry and Taylor seemed to connect a lot. How do you make sure, or how can they go about establishing uh, a better rhythm this time around?
3: Well, I think the biggest thing more than anything else is now that I think he's more comfortable with what we do and how we do it, an opportunity to see how things are, 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 are going, uh, have a feel for the rest of the offense. I think it'll help him as, as we go through this.
5: And the running game is what you've talked about a lot, the downhill running game. Having a new quarterback who can make a lot of these throws that you're excited about, is there an emphasis to Scott? like hey, you know let's not forget what also got us here. How do you balance getting well, Carson in but also the old kind of formula?
3: We're going to do what we, we we think helps us win the game the most in all honesty. and so there's a lot of things that we got to be able to do.
8: What throws or plays show you that Carson has a better understanding of what you guys want to do now?
3: Well, one of the first things was um, when you see him throw the hots, and I thought that was I thought that was probably one of the really good things because again if you go back to the to, to the uh, last game you played against the Bears, you know we had a they had a backside blitz on our first third down and it came completely clean and it's one of those things that you know if you seize that he throws that dart and it's a completely different different play. And now you you see him do that and you say, okay, he's seeing those and then you see another pressure and he gets the ball out. Again, quickly, and you can say, okay, he sees that. Those are part of the things. Um, we, we ran a, a deep cross that he hit in the game. And, again, it's all, you know, understanding to get it out and when to get it out and who to get it out to.
8: And on the defensive side, did you see any cause for concern in those explosives, or is that something that you expect to be, you know, pretty correctable?
3: They're very correctable. I mean, you know, the the, 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 the jet sweep – we, we 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 didn't set the edge as tight as we needed to to force it to stay inside. We we got stretched a little bit. We had a linebacker get cut off and pulled down, and we had uh, we had a safety in a corner basically in the same crease, and that that's a recipe for disaster. And so we know we can we can do better than that. Um, and then as a, as a safety, I uh, wanted the deep throws to the tight end. We bit up, and you know they had shoot they had two guys there that could have made the play.
9: What's your level of concern with Antonio and just his availability this week?
3: No, no not, not a lot of concern. I mean, we'll see, you know, how he is tomorrow. I mean, that's, that's the thing that we have to understand is it's never about, you know, now. It's always about how he is later in the week. So as we get further in the week, then the concern really happens. But right now, no, just watching him, you know, get his treatments and doing things he needs to do. We'll see how he
9: is. And how did you go about informing the quarterbacks and the rest of the team of the switch, and kind of what was their reaction? Well,
3: for the most part, I, I talked to several different players yesterday and, and just kind of, um, you know, explained to them what I was thinking, if they have any thoughts, and, you know, listened to a few other guys who had ideas and thoughts as well. Talked to coaches, um, and then I talked to the uh, coach, uh, quarterbacks individually and just let them know where I was headed.
9: And just to clarify, with those team captains or just Just some, a little bit of everybody. Yeah, back here.
3: When you finally made the decision in your mind, where are you? Are you home? You in the office? You in the car? Well, honestly, David, it's something I've, I've percolated over for twelve years, always wondering what I would do in this situation, and and you know, going into the you know in, into the situation, going back to after Chicago, I always thought if that happened, you know, I'd go with my number two. And if he was rolling, I would continue to go with him because he was the hot hand. But I also knew that at some point there would be a, a time where we may need to have a spark come back. I mean, I really did think all this out. And so when we got to that point, and as I thought about it um, yesterday, um, I was, was in the office and, and, and having gone through all these scenarios in my mind, the thinking is now would be the opportunity. And it just kind of matched up with what I've what I've been thinking, for, thinking about for as long as I have. And and so this situation, because I knew eventually it would happen and it did happen. And so having thought through it and and kind of saw these things fall into place like they had, you know, what I'd always thought about came to fruition. So I I just felt now is the time to do it. And with two left to go and, you know, right into a playoff, hopefully, you know, we've got to be able to do it and get something out of it and hoping to get the little, little bit of a spark, like I said, that, you know, could help get us going
9: that you weren't terribly concerned about the offensive line that maybe it was made out to be more than what you think it is. But in shifting to a new uh, – back to Carson Wentz, how much of an adjustment does that take on the line?
3: Well, I, I, I think one of the things that, you know, obviously – and what I said yesterday is really you get to a certain point of the game where, where they can pin their ears back and go, it, it makes it hard. You know, and, and then you also got to consider who you were playing against. You know, I mean, it, it, it wasn't as if we, we were playing, you know, the 32nd ranked off uh, defense. I mean, we were, we were playing a pretty doggone good defense, that's for sure. Um, so sometimes you know, things, but the shift back to Carson really is something that the guys will have to get used to, just the way the cadence goes. To, it's probably the first and foremost thing. And then secondly is, you know, again, understanding what he's going to do and how he can do it with the ball. Um, I'd like to believe that him getting the ball out as quick as he did um, you know, going through his progressions like he did in, 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 in those couple of series that he had, you know, gives these guys pause to okay, he's comfortable, he's, he gets it, um, and so we can you know we can adjust and adapt, and I think they will.
4: Matt and
7: then John, last one. Well, and
3: Parsons' presence never played into it. Like I said, I was going to stick with it cuz it was the hot hand. I mean, it would have made, you know, it've been asinine to make the change then. But as we went through the last couple of weeks and, you know, we saw some I saw some things that thought, okay, maybe we just need a little change right now. Um, and then after this last game I thought, okay, you know, everything that I've thought about, everything I've prepared for, you know, this moment, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Job, and then you a lot of times you could just Talk to the quarterbacks. Tell the team,
7: why did you want to talk to some of the um, the leaders?
3: Well, I just wanted to make sure. That, first of all, they knew what I was thinking, and then I did want to hear. I wanted to hear from anybody that, that had an idea or thought, and you know, just I mean, granted, it, it, at the end of the day, it's my responsibility, you know, to do what what is what is best at this point, or at least I believe is. And but I, you know, but I wanted them to know. You know, the guys I talked to, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to everybody. A couple of guys got out earlier yesterday. Night, I'd hope to. Before I had a chance, and um, so this morning I finished up with a couple other guys I was able to get to, and you know, and then that's when I, I talked to everybody. All right,
1: thanks, coach. Appreciate it. And including Adam Schefter, apparently. All right, welcome back, uh, Burgundy Gold. Today, that was uh, Ron Rivera explaining what, He's local, right? why he went back to number to QB one uh, after this time, and the thought the time was right. It said yesterday, it came to him. I got to be honest with you. I kind of felt like maybe the flight home was going to be the moment or, I don't know, Sunday, maybe just take a mental break from the team or Monday, but to hear that it it actually went up until yesterday is interesting to me.
2: Yeah, I guess. You know, I I, I try to keep it to game day. I got you. Yeah, otherwise I can't cope. I just, it's just, I mean, what matters is that they actually are on the – they're close. They're so close that if they blow it, I won't feel a moment of remorse for them because they're, they're, they've got it to this oh, point. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. To they me, don't it's just childish down. to even yeah. be at this level. Uh, it really doesn't – it's not that big of a thing, to be honest with you. It's not yeah. like you, you soar up 100,000%. We don't know that. Yeah. But if the guy was good enough for you to go out and shop for him and give him all that money and he's healthy – then he ought to be playing so that we can either justify your decision or call you Bozo the Clown, one of the two. Two draft
1: picks given up for him. Uh, The good news is it's not a second with the second pick uh, because of the snap percentages. So Taylor Heineke did, in fact, do his job there. Thank goodness he did. Uh, But uh, it's not nearly as big a deal Mm to say you had benched Derek Carr, which the Raiders have done. Is uh, they're going to start Jared Stidham against the 49ers. Lucky him. <laughs>
2: Carr, Carr, I bet Carr, you Carr's acting mad, but yeah, he ain't he's, that mad. No, really.
1: Uh, <laughs> Carr, by the way, $40.4 becomes guaranteed if he cannot pass a physical, which is interesting. Uh, Vegas could get out of his contract this offseason, and it looks like that's the direction you're going to head. And again, this is fascinating for Devontae Adams, who I'm pretty sure signed there because his old college teammate was there, pretty excited about playing there. Uh, now a situation where his guy may not be there after this season. It's wild.
2: Who would have thought? You're in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's six degrees. And you go, I could be in Vegas with my old dog in the silver and black. Yeah. I'm taking that deal. And yet, it's another blind corner you're going into because the organization structurally is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter put you can't put the to put a blanket over the stint is still stinky. <laughs> it don't matter. The bottom dwellers make bad decisions over and over and they repeat themselves consistently. So, you know, and they take advantage of fans yeah. Yeah. and and fanatics and junkies. We're football junkies. Or we or in my case, just a loyal patron that wants to see the alums do better than we did. Want to see them succeed, and you get kicked in your teeth every time you lower your guard. You get kicked in the teeth, and so you must like pain because we all hang out the same place. I mean, this is why this work. I mean, just listen to our callers today. We had some people. They nailed it. They nailed it. People, we got a feel for this, you know. But we won't back up. We don't give up. We keep the fight on. We keep pressing. And you just gotta cross your fingers and hope that it works. All right. We'll get
1: back to some phones here. Uh you heard Ron Rivera's explanation as to why the change. Do you think it will give him that spark as he put it? Coach says he's looking for a spark on offense. Will they get it with Carson Wentz under center or out of the shotgun more likely? I'll give you a tip on uh, a spark. All right. Three zero one two three zero right. clean up your
2: pass protection.
1: Uh three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Get to some calls coming up here. Final, I don't know, forty or so Burgundy gold today. Team ninety streaming live in the free Odyssey app.
8: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries. So.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit (laughs) ads.odyssey.com. If you could just see
2: us in the studio, focused, in there trying to figure it out, and Jack has come up with, I told you, the way he can retain information without a laptop is incredible. Remarkable. It's unbelievable. It really is. And now Derek Carr. So is he getting ready to call a realtor? Because I know of one in particular. You think that's No, it's too soon for us to get into that. I know. We but gotta you, let Kevin kick it You off. do Who know, you yeah.
1: do know though, there are a couple former, you know, McDaniel quarterbacks that will be available this offseason. One's a little older. Tommy. Tommy's uh, got an opportunity to be a free agent and do what he wants. And then of course uh, Jimmy G will also be available this offseason. So. Yeah, Jimmy G yeah. Um, all interesting options very, for Rayen they say he Nation. might come back. Yeah.
2: This season.
1: So here's the good news is that um, you know once they cut if they cut in fact cut Derek Carr, then it's you don't have to worry about the 40 million a year and you start from scratch. But I don't know, man. They got his best friend,
2: his soulmate. Guy that left Ugh. Aaron Rodgers to join Ugh. him. And they still couldn't get it right. In Vegas. Yeah. Just the whole idea from going from Green Bay to Vegas. You would have thought you were set. You buy your yeah. dream crib. Yeah. You fly everybody oh, this, in, the whole reunion, the whole bit. This house is beautiful. Now can you leave Vegas and go, I don't know. Somewhere like, uh, <laughs> I was thinking, what is the worst? Arizona, and we have got to give Big Boy some credit 99, who's retiring. JJ um, Watt. JJ Watt. Yeah. Just major props on his rehab. Every time I see him, he's had a catastrophic injury, surgery, reconstruct. But when he comes back, he looks like Mighty Joe Young again. The dude's a freak. And him and that little baby, he, and I just think he wants to. He spend good time with him. I've never met him, like that. But he seems like a cool dude. His uh, ten year
1: stretch in Houston, even with missing a full chunks of seasons, yeah, was still like the numbers were outrageous. No, it was like Aaron Donald again. Three years of being the Defensive Player of the Year, yeah. five time, you know, All Pro, not the right. Pro Bowl, All Pro. no, I mean, that's that's incredible. Incredible career.
2: Yeah, really, really amazing that he's he's sitting down. And give the Broncos credit. I don't know if we were able to discuss the dumpster fire, but at least they took action. Somebody has to bite a big biscuit, but they bit it and got rid of a guy that was clearly over his skis. And you saw it in the opener. I remember the opener against Seattle, against the Seahawks. And this guy did not seem like he had his grits in order. But yeah. it's even worse for him now because Russell Wilson what's his, to- his term? Let's ride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's Oh my God. That would have been the ultimate because that was a crippling contract. I mean, that is a oh. crippling.
2: Yeah. Crippling contract. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That's so there's about- people that have it way worse than we do. Yeah. I mean We're actually in a pretty decent yeah. position based on where we've been. Yeah. The question is, are we gonna calipose this thing into something big, or is this going to be the height? No doubt. And do we, we return to our old selves? Hey, Mike, do we want to jump in? Can
1: we jump in on Carson Wentz? I think he's just starting right now. Is it possible? I'm sure he's not going to say a whole lot of controversial stuff, but let's jump in on Carson Wentz's presser. I so bet he says nothing.
2: nothing new. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it would be interesting. Okay, hold on. We'll get to Mike a second. Sorry, I didn't want to slow Mike down.
2: No, I kind of want to hear this. I know what he's going to say. You know what he's going to say, yeah. but it'll still be good to hear him say it.
1: Yeah. No doubt. I, I'm very curious.
2: I love uh, it how – first of all, he had the gangster brem on. He was clean. All right, let's yeah. jump in on Car- uh, Carson Wentz.
4: Um, You said the other day uh, that you they've obviously uh, changed uh, sort of how the, how the offense is kind of navigating you know, more of a, with, with more emphasis on the running game and things like that. I guess to what degree are you excited to get back out there with – knowing that Brian is going to be there where he kind of wasn't before the defense is playing well, et cetera. How do you kind of excited to have those thick pieces around you?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's been exciting and fun for me to watch, um, obviously going through rehab and then as, as the backup the last couple of weeks, just seeing uh, Brian, A.G., even Jay Will get in there, just the way they run, the, the way the O-line um, moves people up front. I think it's it's always fun to just see, you know, Brian, especially finishing runs. You know, he's hit at two yards, but we're all of a sudden we're in second and five. You know, stuff like that that I think can just wear down an opponent. I think it has been fun for me to see from the sideline, and I'm excited to, to see it firsthand and see how that potentially opens up some other things in the passing game and, and to be a part of that, um, and then distri- just distribute the ball to the playmakers, those guys out, outside. Uh, the receivers can't say enough good things about them they're playing at a high level you can see they're, they're playing with confidence they're playing fast and and making the most of their opportunities so uh, i think it'll be it'll be fun once i'm out there
4: and you've obviously over the previous two years gone through a lot there's been a lot of chapters this year as well um what's it meant to be part of this locker and to be part of this group of guys as you've gone through <coughs> the challenges this year
6: i think it's meant a lot i think it's You know, I said it when I got here, Uh, one of the older guys in the locker room and and seems like a young, kind of fresh team and and nucleus of guys. And um, just the the ups and downs we've been through as a team, the ups and downs I've been through uh, personally, the injuries and and other guys going through the same. I think it's it's a really tight knit group. Um, and and guys that that support each other have each other's back. I think just the way Taylor has supported me and I've supported him, I I think really speaks to that. And and you see it throughout the entire locker room. And I think that means a lot to to us as players because there's a lot of other things that come with this league and and a lot of things that are outside of our control as players. And so when guys can support each other, have each other's backs, and and really really care about each other, I, I think that shows up. And I feel that way in this locker room
5: you might you guys might need to win both of the last two games to get into the playoffs what, what do you kind of make of the precarious situation that you guys are facing with right now and kind of what do the Browns do to kind of stand in your way
6: yeah uh, yeah obviously there's a whole bunch of what- ifs um, that, that lie ahead um, but at the end of the day we know we're in control of what we can and um, the Browns are no slouch. You know They're a good team. Um, their defense plays fast. They got some playmakers over there that we got to account for. Um, that can make life uh, really difficult. Um, so they're a good team. They're, I'm excited that they're coming to our place, um, that we get them at home. And um, they present a tough tough task, obviously, defensively. They do some good things. And, and they're similar um, schematically to, to what the Niners did to, to some extent, kind of similar systems. So. Um, I think some of that recollection and, and kind of overlap can help us. But um, they're, they're a good team and a good defense that uh, we got to show up and be ready for.
0: Jahan was pretty good during training camp, obviously. But what have you made of just his progression through the season and what he's been able to do?
6: Yeah, I've seen a lot from that kid. Um, I think I said it early. And um, even OTAs when, when he got in here over the summer and in camp. And uh, I think the last few weeks has just kind of been um, something that we all knew. Uh, but it's just finally cool to see him kind of do it in games um, repeatedly and just to see that confidence building in in him as well um, is really cool to see and to know, you know, we got a couple guys out wide, you know, that teams can't just kind of hone in on one guy and I think that that makes my life easier as a quarterback to distribute it to them and not worry about, uh, you know, where's the coverage indicating all of those things. We got guys all over that can make plays and and, um, I think they all complement each other really well as well, so uh, I'm just happy for the kid to see the way he's kind of come along and and finally, have that the opportunity in the games to, to do what I think we've all we've all known all along. The Quarterback is comes
1: with a lot of intangible leadership, locker room responsibilities. Obviously, how do you take that zero to hundred all of a sudden? You know, ramp that back up with a big game coming.
6: Yeah, I, I think you try not to take that from zero to hundred. I think for, for starters, I, I try to be the same, um, even when I was you know trying to back up and support and help Taylor. You know, I tried to, to be be around, be involved. Um, be the same amongst the guys, and so try not to. Oh, hey guys, now I got to do something different. You know, I'm I'm just who I am. You know, I'm gonna show up ready to work and and try and make everybody else around me better, and whatever whatever way, shape, or form that looks like, you know, that's what I'm gonna do, and that's who I'm gonna be. And um, you know, nothing on th- on that front's gonna change majorly. Obviously, out of practice, it looks different. You know, in the game, it's gonna look different, it's gonna feel different. But um, from a day to day, I try not to, to change too much.
7: has well, said one of the reasons he made the switch was because. You wanted a little bit of a spark. How can you be that spark, or what are you going to think about that?
6: Yeah, I mean... You know, I try not to think too much on, on that. I, I try to just, you know, play the play um, every single snap, whatever, you know, Coach Turner wants to call, uh, try and execute that to the best of my ability and go on to the next. You know, not trying, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that, or, or this is what we need. No, I think we have a really solid group of guys. Um, I think we've shown that we're capable of winning and being explosive in a variety of ways offensively. And uh, So for me, it's just come in and do my job and when the play's there, try and make it.
7: praise the way that you were able to pick up blitzes he said it was kind of a you handled the protection better than you did earlier in the year what kind of I guess you know in the backup role did you observe anything about that or or how this offense works that made you feel more comfortable going and handling that
6: yeah um I think just being out you know I'm I wasn't just out and away from everybody. I was still in every meeting, trying to learn and trying to grow within this offense, and um, take every chance I could to to get better and further my understanding for for this opportunity. You know, and I think um, by no means did I got it all figured out by any means, but I think. Um, just trying to understand it and see it from a different perspective when you're not, you know, going out there and having to play it and, and go through it. And you got all the other things that come with being the starter, um, been able to kind of understand it a little bit deeper and, and hopefully, you know, recall quicker and different things that, uh, I think
5: have helped, um, just being on the sideline opportunities and experiences
6: that I otherwise wouldn't have gotten.
5: Is the way that last year ended on your mind at all now that you've got two games here to get this team to the playoff?
6: I'm trying not to think about that. You know, every year, um just seems so different. You know, there's there's years that the season's ended positively and negatively, and um, try not to, you know, it's it's a whole new different set of guys. It's a different team. I'm wearing a different uniform the whole nine yards, and so uh, I'm going to show up and try and do my job to the best of my ability, and hopefully we, uh, we like
5: the result. And with Terry, you guys both talked about how your chemistry was a work in progress early on in training camp and then start the season. How do you and him click now that you have game reps and uh, things yeah. to really count
6: on yeah I think um, just going back to, to camp going back to the first six weeks I think you just build off of that you know there's that's the thing about this league there's no time uh, to, to try and work on those things we'll get obviously a couple reps at practice and, and then go make it happen in the game and so you kind of rely on what you've done to that point and those moments that you know. in training camp when it's hot and you're tired all of those things that kind of you know in, in the game situation they show up and so uh I've been you know nothing but confident in his ability and I think he trusts kind of the way I, I see the game too and I think um that'll just continue where we kind of left off as we were growing and developing together um whatever however many weeks ago
8: did you expect the Niners to blitz you as often as they did and do you anticipate that being you know a common theme moving forward
6: no, I didn't actually. I mean, that's not really their DNA. Uh, that wasn't really who they were. So I, that obviously surprised me um, and everybody else. But I thought Coach Turner did a really good job of, of calling things that allowed me to get the ball out quickly. Um, once he saw kind of that was their their mo a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I never know. Um, but we're always we always have plans and hopefully we can get the protection set right and I can you know make quick decisions when those things happen.
8: Is in going off those quick decisions, is that something that was maybe circumstantial with the coverage they were playing and, and the blitzes? Or is that, you know, getting the ball out of your hands quickly, is that, you know, a focus
6: for you? Yeah, I mean, that's always, a, I've always tried to have that be my MO. Obviously, there's, there's moments I'm kicking myself where I should have got the ball out quicker, and, and there's moments you're trying to make plays and do different things. And so, um, in that moment, obviously against a really good pass rushing unit, um, and obviously bringing the bring the pressure. You know, I don't want to go down with the ball in my hand back there and just get it to the playmakers. And uh, I'm going to continue to try and keep doing that.
9: I think you played with four different centers in your first six games here. Does that at all help going into this game, knowing that you know Wes is going to be your center?
6: You know, yeah, I mean, I think Wes is Wes has done a really good job. Um, obviously, it's been. Interesting year for him as well with the injuries and coming back and you know, being thrust into playing center when he's normally a guard. The whole nine yards, I think it's been been interesting on a lot of different levels for a lot of guys. And so the way he's kind of handled it and adapted and uh, obviously playing center mentally comes with a lot. you know, And I think he's handled that really well. And uh, I think he's gotten better and better at, at, at handling all of that as well. So, um, yeah, I think playing with, with a bunch of different guys every week will help going forward. And uh, I have nothing but confidence in Wes going forward
9: on quarterback question for you just in your time here kind of what have you learned about this locker room and especially guys on the other side I just was curious of your reaction to that to that video with Reeves getting the pro bowl recognition you know just what do you make of this group
6: that uh, I feel like that video and just coach Rivera and Jeremy um, and then Tress's reaction the whole nine yards I think kind of just sums up what i've felt in this locker room you know i just touched on it a little bit and you know we have our highs and lows uh, out on the field and we all go through different things but i think the way guys still rally around each other have each other's backs in the good the bad the ugly you know guys are hurt guys are down you're trying to pick them up um it's a tough business it's a tough league um and it can be tough personally and individually for guys and i think the way guys can still support each other and ultimately genuinely care about each other um and then seeing that video i think kind of was just kind of a summation of of what I feel every day coming to work in that locker room. Thank you, guys.
1: All right, Carson Wentz, back to QB1 speaking today for the uh, – well, he did briefly, I think, when he came off the uh, – when the 21-day window came for him off the injured reserve. but
2: Yeah, no, he's smooth.
1: First time we've heard him in a while. Look, Carson Wentz, we, we discussed this during the preseason and the offseason. He's done everything he's needed to do in, in that regard, like the locker room stuff that was, you know, followed him in Philly um, and not really in Indy, but mostly Philly. Right. Like that was the stuff. I mean, I, I can see this guy's made an effort. Um, might not be, he's not as a natural as Taylor is. And he doesn't have the history with these guys that Taylor has either, which is, I think, always important to bring up, you know, remind people. You, know, you have still, to. He's been here a short period of time. He's also a married guy who's got kids. He's in a different place than a lot of the younger players in the team. So, uh, anyway, I, I think, again, this part of it, whether it fails or uh, ends up being a success here. It's got nothing to do with Carson, the person teammate. It's it's about how he plays. That's just my two cents. Yeah,
2: you know. we are we, just one. I mean, I don't even like to think this way, but yeah. Could you imagine if we scored twenty eight points in a game? I mean, what? I mean, that's what I said. See, I shouldn't have done it.
1: I know you shouldn't have just said that. Just thinking that, that if we could actually score like points,
2: points, yeah. with points. this de- defense and yeah. our punter, yeah, and our kicker, man, we could really have a shot. And you'd think that after 17, 16, 17 shots or so, I thought, you know, that should be the goal, but, you know. The
1: the Commanders are 24th in scoring. The good news is the Browns are just 21st in scoring defense, so that's not very good uh, as well, Uh, you know, so we'll see. Again, a team you can run on, Cleveland, fifth, uh, you know, fifth rushing team as far as running the ball on offense, but... As far as stopping the run, they're 25th. Not not too good, as the mm. old ball coach once said.
2: <laughs> not very good. Not very yeah, good.
1: No, not. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah. We'll Whoa. see. Uh, again, should be really good conditions. Um, hopefully uh, that won't make Scott Turner turn into Steve Spurrier all of a sudden. But it should be a, a good day for football. It's not going to be snow or bitter cold. It should be a good day for uh, whatever you want to do, run or pass. All right. We will get to a few more calls before we get out of here. Before we hand it over to the Hoffman Show, Craig has been here for hours.
2: Well, Craig's been Craig was here like at ten a.m. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean he's been doing uh, you know been doing some cardio, been doing some weight training in the in the uh, bullpen. So he'll be up to up at the cardio, top. Speaking cardio,
2: you think Big L is in the gym? I hope he's in the gym in a sauna suit. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> are
1: those like trash bag yeah, those, suits yeah. that guys used to wear in the eighties. Yeah, absolutely. Just sweat it out. Some weight, okay. like the wrestling room. <laughs> That's terrible. All right, we'll grab a few more calls on the way out. 301 230 Burgundy and gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. Team 980, streaming live in the Free Odyssey app. Burgundy and Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 980, streaming live in the Free Odyssey app. Final few moments here. Uh, we will have the Hoffman show at three. I believe Linnell's in today with Craig.
2: No way. I believe that's you what serious? I've been told. Is
1: that true? I think it might be. Uh three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. All right, let's get to some of the phone calls. Bones has been waiting. Bones is next with us here on Burgundy and Gold today. What's happening, Bones? Hey, what's going on, Scott Jackson and Doc Walker
10: and the my books. main man shout out to uh shout out to M and M. Man, look, man. You know, uh see When that playoff stuff, when they started talking about, man, we got a shot for the playoffs, you know, I knew Ron was going to make a move, man, and put his man Wentz up in there, you know. But I ain't mad at him, you know what I'm saying. I just hope, you know, that they can go out here and produce and win the game. I was glad when this team get back to the point where, though, we can win 10 games a season or 11 games a season and ain't even got to be fishing around for somebody to help us out or we have, we on the edge at the end of the season and all that type of stuff, you know. Man, I'd be glad when they can get this – organ, you know, get a new owner up in here and, and redo this organization, man, and get us, man, some players in here, some coaches and coordinators, man, and, man, so we can start winning uh, 10, 11, 12 games a season and stop fishing around – you know, uh, with this, you know, on the edge, and you know, as we went, you know, I ain't even feeling this right now, Doc. I'm telling you the truth, man. You know, I, I you know, I'm not satisfied. Simple as that, man. For Thanks you. for taking my call, man. Love you guys. Peace, Thanks, Bones. Man,
2: Bones. Don't let your blood pressure go up
1: like no, that. He's dog. right, though. I mean, I, I, I'm with him. I feel that. I, I've been thinking about this a lot this week. It really ticks me off that they basically didn't show up for 4 weeks, right? I mean, you know, it's like a they won the opener and then it was like a 4-week hiatus of playing, you know, really good football, right? Like it was 4 weeks of just misery. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh it was frustrating, but you know, they did a good job playing themselves back into it 1-6 to 7, then have had this last thing. But yes, this will be a team if they lose and don't make it in. If they're not able to get in, they're going to be kicking themselves in the ass. They
2: should be at least. But how can your brain even, even put that together? Yeah. If I can't even imagine losing, yeah. you can't even let the thought into your mind. They can't. This will be an epic collapse. You know what it'll be? It'll be grounds for extermination. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can't in a normal start one circumstance and end, a end up one and four, with and not get checked. Yeah,
1: it's it's no question. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to get checked. That somebody should be, but as, as you've said to me before, if you, have a boss. if you don't, if you don't have a boss, a boss, you don't have a boss, yeah. and in this case, you don't even know who the boss is uh, potentially in the next few months. So, it's it's a weird situation, and hey. Hey, listen. It's not Denver. We can go back to North Turner. Hey, listen. Hey, guy. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, the, he got a lot of mileage and a lot of extra seasons out of the uncertainty of a sale. Uh, let's be real. It is true. it's it that kind true. of ironic. His son's on a staff. Yeah. that may get the same benefit. Hey, Charlie in College Park. Go ahead. Gentlemen, good afternoon. How you doing? Hey, good. Charlie. How are you, Charlie? Not too good because... Uh,
11: if they do not make the playoffs, I think I've said this to you. I know I said it to Brian Mitchell. If they don't make the playoffs, go back to the second Giant game. They'll kick themselves kick themselves in the ass. That's the game, and it was a coach's loss. Um, I knew the irony thing was was coming. Um, Carson Wentz is the best move. I want to ask you a quick question, Doc and uh, Scott, because Kevin Sheehan brought this up several weeks ago. Uh, before Washington went on a great run where they started pounding the ball, and uh, Gibson and Robinson were really just running wild. It looked to me in this last game that Robinson was running differently. Now San Francisco, of course, wasn't letting him do anything. His average fell to a little bit over two. But it looked to me he he's running more upright again. He wasn't pounding into the holes. He was looking for spots. He was hesitant. Did you notice that
2: too? I think to you me? called – no, it was called the 49er defense. You know, we, we were he was averaging seven a clip. He wasn't Man. playing the Niners. He's playing the Giants. And Man. we let them off the hook. And that's just what happens. You, you every week you play better people. It's called playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, that's what of it's course. called.
11: But that, that doesn't mean you don't keep panning. I thought they stopped
2: paneling. Yeah. Well, um you know they were you know, the this jun- time they didn't dictate it. They were forced no, right. into that doing was, things. Was, yeah, yeah they were, they were shut down, That was man. obvious. They were yeah. shut down.
11: That was, that was obvious. Yeah. Take care, guys. bye right, Take it
1: easy, Charlie. Thank you for the call. I thought, I think I brought this up yesterday on the show, and I, and I brought it up to you off the air, but that, I think it was the third, yeah, it was the third down run because Gibson got the fourth down run. And the goal line situation against the Niners, or the one-yard line, I guess it was. I think even Robinson, actually, he tried to get too cute by cutting it up into the traffic. If he just stays outside, I think he's got six. Or at least he's got like a a, a linebacker or or is it a safety to beat at that point. But this team's got five of those instances.
2: Yes, they got a lot of those like just made the wrong decision. He's going to go cut back to score. It looks this way. It always looks easier when you've got a cold beverage in your hand yeah. And your T your undershirt sure. is pushed up and your gut's hanging yeah. out. I see real looks real yeah. easy. And in reality, we just not weren't good enough to get the job done. Not yet. Not yet. No, they definitely had listen,
1: they at the point of attack, oh, they were going God. backwards. They were not exactly. going forward. I mean, exactly. it was a lot of being moved back, guys being bent out. guys on the f- guys on the ground. I mean, guys get knocked down. I mean, yeah. they're on the ground. I mean, it was just it was messy. All right, Cliff and DC, you get the final word. What's up, Cliff?
10: Hey, Doc, Scott. Um, I was thinking about something. Um, We let both Ioannidis and Settle leave the building. If we knew we weren't going to bring them back, I'm going to ask a question, and I hope it's not asinine. Could we have packaged them to send them up there to Baltimore? Even though Baltimore, like they say, the rich always get richer, but could we possibly send them to Baltimore for Tyler Huntley? Then we'd have our quarterback, and i will sit back and listen.
1: All right, thanks for the call. Um, No.
2: Uh, <laughs> Settle
1: was Can a free agent. A more Settle was a free agent. I and I you you know I guess you could have traded him if you thought he had value. Uh, he was yeah. uh, not a free agent. You cut like him. You I made him a free agent. Yeah, I don't think they're not guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're.
2: I've I've imagined that because I think the Ravens. Whatever we do, everybody ought to kind of be in the same realm, mm-hmm. which they've done. I I, I, I oh. Either one of those guys. But that really – has that really been our problem? No, nah, I mean, nah, I, don't I don't think, think and, so. I don't, and look,
1: Tyler played the last couple of weeks. He yeah, hasn't been very good. Let's be real. Yeah. Right. I mean, he has not really been not particularly good. Uh, and Granted, he was probably woozy the second game he played. He probably shouldn't have been playing after the concussion. Oh, no question. Yeah. Uh, he, the Cleveland game, he was awful. I think yeah. he was not well. But I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. The, the, again, as I said to people the other day uh, where I've talked – or was this earlier today? I don't remember what day it was anymore. I, I might be in concussion protocol about the Lamar well, Jackson. Well, you got a concussion. The Lamar Jackson fantasy. Re- I said, well, you definitely need to get an entire new staff then, <laughs> because for whatever reason, a group that works with Cam Newton suddenly doesn't know how to work with mobile quarterbacks. But obviously, Scott was not the OC back then. I mean, it was not. The yeah, way he went. I mean, he's more of than his dad's offense, and that was obviously drop back quarterbacks. And it, you know, this th- that is great if you have the hogs, but they don't. You know, they don't have the real hogs. So
2: see, Drew Brees made it look so easy. Yeah, it's not that easy. You're asking people to throw places they can't see. True. You know, there's a reason why. So, it's, I mean, it's just you've done well. You've done well. I just hope you can close. Otherwise, you're not going to get any credit for it.
1: All right. Charlie Brown, thanks to him for joining us. Thanks to Michael M&M on the Eminem, buttons baby. today, as always. Doc will be back today. with you here tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I think
2: have to the Big L. No, no. We'll no,
1: be I, in with Hoffman's show. I think
2: he's in with Hoffman. Yeah, no, I don't I don't babysit tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow's adult entertainment. Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, well no you've done care. adult
1: entertainment shows before. Well, uh, I'm,
2: well <laughs> come on. I was much younger. For back Doc,
1: year. Scott, Jackson, everybody have a happy new year if we don't talk to you before Absolutely. then. Absolutely. See you be later. Be safe,
0: man. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.